Hello, America. It's been a while. This is Russian Embassy presenting you another weekly newsletter podcast, edition number 152. President Vladimir Putin interview with Russia TV channel. Question. We have seen numerous reports on your telephone conversations with European leaders, but these reports are usually just scanty press releases from the Kremlin press service. In fact, you have not yet publicly shared your view of the situation in detail. What do you think of the developments in Belarus? Vladimir Putin You know, I think that we have shown much more restraint and neutrality with respect to the events in Belarus than many other countries, both European and American ones, such as the United States. In my opinion, we have indeed been covering the developments in Belarus quite objectively, from every angle showing both sides. We believe that it is up to the Belarusian society and help themselves and people themselves to deal with this. Also, certainly, we care about what is happening there. This nation is very close to us and perhaps is the closest, both in terms of ethnic proximity, the language, the culture, the spiritual, as well as other aspects. We have dozens or probably hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of direct family ties with Belarus and close industrial cooperation. Belarusian products account for more than 19% of the total agricultural imports on the Russian market. Russia will host Special Olympics World Winter Games. In 2022, in Kazan, Russia, will host the Special Olympics World Winter Games. More than 2,000 athletes and unified partners from 108 countries will come to compete. These games will contribute to the development of the Special Olympics movement in Russia, as well as help create a more inclusive society for people with intellectual disabilities. The Special Olympic World Winter Games 2020 in Kazan will be made possible with help of 3,000 volunteers across 20 different types of activities such as sport, technology, events, medical, uh, delegation assistance, communications, operations, guest services, language services, protocol, and more. Volunteers from all over the world are welcome to come help demonstrate the power of inclusion, become a part of the legacy are more than 50 years old of making the world a better place for people with intellectual disabilities. As a volunteer, you will be trained and get to take part in the sporting and celebration events. Launching motor traffic on completed sections of Tavrida motorway. During his working trip to the Republic of Crimea, Vladimir Putin took part in the launch of motor um, traffic on the Finnish sections of the Tavrida motorway. The president drove an hour's limousine along a newly built section of the Tavrida motorway with Minister of Transport Evgeny Dietrich. The president inspected infor information boards highlighting the stages of building the motorway and spoke briefly with uh, its workers. While speaking with the workers, the president noted that uh, this road would spur the development of the entire peninsula. It is just as important as the power sector and water supply. Regional water shortages will also be resolved. All this allows Crimea to develop a desired pace. Vladimir Putin also said that the development of Crimea program has been extended until 2024 and that it envisaged the construction of an additional 200 kilometers of roads. Travel like a Russian. A Russian sailboat is halfway home in the middle of the US. The Russian sailors traveling around the world continue to make their way along Lake Superior toward Duluth, Minnesota, 
Captain Sergei Sinelnik reports they battled weather yesterday and were navigating through wind and rain and good part of the voyage. The weather challenges have shown them down. They are currently moored near Ontagon, Michigan. He estimates they will now arrive in Duluth, their Russian sister city, on Monday, evening or Tuesday. The winds are often head-on, says Sergei. We have to catch the weather windows for small sailings. The Pilgrim, the pine wood replica of the 18th century Russian vessel, has been on this adventure for two years over 11,000 nautical miles. They will stay in Duluth for about three weeks before putting the Pilgrim on a truck and transporting it to Seattle. It's in Seattle where they will enter the Pacific Ocean and proceed to Alaska before returning home to Russia. Russian Cinema Day. Enjoy Russian movies in North America. Every year on August 27, our country marks this noteworthy event honoring our filmmakers, creative artists of this amazing art, film directors, producers, screenwriters, actors and those who are occupied in the Russian film industry. Our congratulations also go to all lovers of Russian cinema and animation around the world and to every one of you personally. We are incredibly proud of the fact that over the past few years the interest in Russian cinematography as the part of the Russian and global culture has been rapidly growing. The quality of production is improving, the number of releases and the number of countries buying Russian content is constantly increasing. Today the annual sales growth of Russian movies and animations are about 30%, the world witnesses more than and more Russian film artworks. The number of awards received by Russian projects and film masters are on international film festivals is growing as well. We are convicted that uh, our cinema has a bright future, and our plans include further promotion of Russia as a reliable partner and a demanded quality content supplier. Defense Ministry The US Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff Mike Milley and the Chief of Russia's General Staff General uh, Valery Gerasimov telephone conversation. The two counterparts spoke about the recent incident with the U.S. troops and Russian military police in Syria, the Russian Defense Ministry says Thursday. Chief of the General Staff General Valery Gerasimov drew the U.S. side's attention to the fact that the commanders of the International Anti-Terrorist Coalition were notified about the passage of the Russian military in accordance with the existing rules, the ministry said in a statement. Gerasimov told Mili the U.S servicemen in breach of the existing agreements attempted to block the Russian petrol, which took every step necessary to prevent the incident and proceed with its mission. According to the ministry, the U.S. received a full explanation on the incident. Foreign Ministry Sergei Lavrov replies to questions from Channel One Russia following the meeting with U.S. Deputy Secretary of State Stefan Began. Question. What issues were raised at your meeting? Did you discuss the situation in Belarus and the recent meeting with Svetlana Tikhanovskaya? Sergei Lavrov. Yes, of course, we talked about Belarus. We heard the US confirm its position that it is not interested in creating an artificial crisis around the situation in Belarus. The US emphasized its interest in the efforts of an external players to facilitate a dialogue between the authorities and their position. We replied that we support this approach. We do not consider it appropriate to try to impose outside mediators on Belarus, whether it's the OSCE or EU or any other neighboring country. The Belarusians are a wise nation and they can choose the forms of national dialects themselves and decide how this can help them overcome the current difficulties. 
We drew the attention of our partners to the initiative of President of Belarus Alexander Lukashenko, which he made even before the presidential election and then repeated after it. I am referring to the initiative of implementing constitutional reform as a foundation for consolidating society and the holding of subsequent elections for president, parliament and local government authority. I believe a hand has been extended to all those who are interested in a stable and united Belarus. Of course, this should be considered by the opposition and our Western partners that are leading the opposition now. Foreign Ministry spokesperson Maria Zakharova's answer to a media question about sanctions against three Russian research institutes. Question. Can you comment on the US sanctions recently imposed on three Russian uh, research institutes? Maria Zakharova. We find it appalling that three Russian research institutes were included in the US list of restricted parties. The most outrageous fact is that the sanctions were imposed on the very scientists and experts who have been working tirelessly for the past several months to develop a Russian COVID-19 vaccine. We do not understand how the US officials will explain to their citizens this attempt to punish the people who are working and working successfully on a treatment against the disease that has already killed more than uh, 180,000 Americans. We are not sure that this is the right step towards cooperation against the pandemic, although even Washington does uh, not dispute the importance of this cooperation. It appears that once again the United States is using the sanctions leverage to promote its own companies, this time pharmaceutical ones, the same way as it continues to push its gas into the European market. As for our colleagues claiming that these research institutes are allegedly involved in chemical and biological weapon programs, no evidence have been presented as usual. In this context, I would like to note once again that under the 1992 presidential executive order, Russia discontinued Soviet chemical weapon developments. Under Article 3 of the Chemical Weapons Convention, Moscow declared all of countries stocks of toxic agents. The destruction was confirmed by the competent international body, the Organization for Prohibition of Chemical Weapons, which includes 193 countries, among them the United States. Russia continues to comply diligently with all its commitments under the CVC. Specifically, the OPCW inspections of the Russian Federation never stopped and in fact continue to take place in accordance with the convention provisions. Embassy. Ambassador Anatoly Antonov's answers to media question on the Russian research institutes being added to the American blacklists. Question. Dear Anatoly Ivanovich, how would you comment on the U.S. Commerce Department decision on August uh, 26 to blacklist several Russian scientific research institutes under the pretext of the alleged association with chemical and biological weapons programs? Answer. Yes, we certainly paid attention to the mentioned announcement of the U.S. authorities. It seems confusing to us, especially since no evidence were presented. Familiar vague terms are used such as, uh, there is a reasonable cause to believe. Furthermore, the fact was ignored that Russia's full compliance with the respective conventions obligations regarding destruction of chemical weapons stockpiles elimination was confirmed by the international community in 2017, represented by the Organization for the Prohibition of Chemical Weapons, OPCW. We would like to receive some qualifications for, from our colleagues regarding these groundless allegations. I would like to stress that today the United States remains the only possessor of the significant stockpiles of chemical warfare agents and delays its elimination under various pretexts. We call upon the US side to stop searching problems where they do not exist and do their best to achieve chemical demilitarization as soon as possible. 
made in Russia. First electric catamaran launched in St. Petersburg. Let's chess. Team Russia beats up USA in the semi-final of the FIDE Online Olympiad. The semi-final of the FIDE Online Olympiad was played on the chess.com on August 29. The Russian team defeated the US and advanced to the final. In the first mini-match the Russians won 3-5-2-5. The second encounter ended in a draw. Thus Russian team advanced to the final of the FID Online Olympiad. Our rival will be the team India, who defeated Poland earlier this day. The Polish players won the first mini-match, however the Indians managed to strike back in the second. Alexander Matelyov, captain of the Russian team, said the following. As it was expected, the match with the US team was a really tough struggle. We managed to win it, but it was a very difficult fight. The final against India will be quite complicated as well since they are a very solid team without weak spots. During the tournament they defeated China and other strong teams. But we are ready for this challenge and we believe in our team. That's all for today. Thank you for tuning in and see you later next week.